Hello, this is Reverend Raymond Kaufman, pastor of the Log Cabin Community Church in Vinings, Georgia. This past week, I had to do an errand. I went to visit a family during the week at the Vinings Health Park, where my wife works. And I went to visit a family and to chat with them. And once this visit was over, I got back in my car. It was a beautiful sunny day, and I was close to our church, and I decided to drive by. I drove by the church for several reasons. One was I just miss being there on Sunday mornings, but also we had placed a um, sign in front of the church, and I wanted to see how it turned out and how it looked. We have a banner placed in front of our church with a quote on it that we selected as a way of reminding people in our community as they drive by our church or walk by that um, we're thinking about them. And the quote went like this. I'll read it to you. One of the most important things you can do on this earth is to let people know that they are not alone. You know, many people in our culture today, with all that's going on, are are feeling alone. You know, we're so used to being in community. Our, our church is a community. We enjoy being there on Sunday mornings. We have a Sunday school class who, who missed, misses meeting. We have a book club that meets uh, once a month. You know, all of us have other organizations and friends and family that we, we normally see that we're missing in our lives because of our isolating in our culture today. Uh, We miss checking in with them and seeing how they're doing. Um, We miss the handshakes and the hugs. I miss the smiles and just just conversation with people, the laughing and the chatting and all of those things we do when we're in community with one another. I think we're, we're missing friends and we're missing those visits with family. I've thought a lot this week about being alone. And I remembered back when I was single many years ago, how that I spent a lot of time by myself. I had friends, of course, but when I was single, I I traveled by myself and that didn't bother me. And I would go out to eat by myself. It was always funny to go to a restaurant and the the receptionist would say, a table for how many? And I'd say one and they'd go, oh, okay, just one. Um, There's something about being alone. And I know I enjoy alone time, but there's also something about being lonely. And I'm wondering how folks are doing that are living by themselves and that even if you're with family and friends during this time, you maybe you're, you're feeling lonely. When I was doing my training for chaplaincy down at um, Emory University Hospital here in Atlanta, one of my supervisors was talking to me about this. And she said, you know, there's a difference about being alone and being lonely. Just because you're alone doesn't mean you're lonely. Um, And it reminded me also of a story that uh, my mother told me um, when I went off to college. Um, My mother had told me that um, when I went off to college, it was the first time that she had ever lived by herself. You see, I graduated from college in 1976, but uh, a few years previously in 1972, my grandmother who lived with us passed away. She was in her 80s. Two years later, my father in his 70s, in 1974, he passed away. Um, And so my mother and I lived together for two or three years as I was going through high school. And then when I went off to college in Virginia, my mother came back to an empty house. And she told me what that was like and how it was the first time that she was living alone. And it was an adjustment for her. I'm wondering how 
you're doing with the changes that are taking place these last few weeks. I know we're mis-worshiping together, but I know you're probably missing engagements and, and, and events that were were scheduled to take place in your life or your family's life that have been canceled. I know I was going to officiate a wedding for a dear family friend at the end of April that's been canceled. And other events, graduations and family reunions and vacations. And I'm wondering in that change if you're feeling lonely or you're feeling alone. This past week, I read a story that really touched me, and I'll share it with you. I read this story about this woman who was a hairstylist. Her name was Katie Steller. Katie lived in Minneapolis, Minnesota. She was driving to work one day, and she parked her car at a stoplight, and she looked over and she saw a homeless man there with a sign asking for donations. She rolled down her window. She gave him a donation. But just for some reason, she said to him, hey, I'm a hairstylist. Would you like to have a haircut? He said, well, I am going to a funeral later this week, and I, I could use a haircut. She says, I'll be right back. Katie went back to her hair salon. She got a, 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 her stylist chair, a red a leather chair. She had someone loaded in the back of her car. They went off and she put the chair and set it up and she cut this man's hair on, on the side of the road. She found out as she was cutting his hair, Edward had long gray hairs, missing, missing a few teeth. But as she chatted with him and was cutting his hair like the hairstylists and barbers do, she found out his name was Edward. Edward was originally from Mississippi and he had moved to Minnesota to be closer to his adult children. And that every day, he still called his mother in Mississippi to check on her. You know, as she cut his hair, she reminded herself that everyone needs to be valued and, and, and feel important. She knew this very well because Katie, as a teen, had a bowel disease. She had a alter, a ulcerative colitis. And as a teenager, she her self-esteem was struggling. Her mom knew this, so... She had made an appointment for her daughter to get her hair cut at a, at a, a stylist shop and buy a, a professional, her first professional haircut. And as she sat down, she realized that this hairstylist made her feel like a person and not an illness. So taking that inspiration, she used that that day on that sidewalk. This started into a ministry where she started cutting people's hair, and it was called uh, the Red Chair Ministry and that she would take time to cut people's hair. And in that, uh, finding homeless people and people that were in need, she would make them feel cared about and feeling not so much alone. Katie said in her ministry, she said, you know, I can't fix people's problems, but maybe I can help them feel less alone. Are you feeling alone? Are you feeling lonely? I don't know what's going on in your heart, in your mind, but I'm reaching out to you and hoping that you'll be inspired by knowing that God loves you. And as we often say at the Log Cabin Church, we remind ourselves that we are not alone, that God walks with us. I read a passage this week, and it's from the Hebrew Bible, from the book of Isaiah. Let me share it with you. I, I love these words. It says, do not fear. For I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. 
my prayer for you is that you'll be reminded to not fear, to be reminded that God is with you and that we're not to be dismayed, that we're children of God. And because we are God's children, he loves us and cares for us. My prayer for you is peace, happiness, and feeling a part of a community, even though you might be alone, because God loves us. Our selection today by our music director, Zach Smith, is Wayfaring Stranger. It's arranged by Mark Hayes, and Zach plays it for us today. What a perfect way to end our moments together. God bless you.